0: Today, a sitting senator calls for Vladimir Putin's assassination and more craziness in the world. Trust me, there is not a lack of craziness, and we have got it all, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. As I mentioned, it is Friday and uh, there's a lot going on, most of which just makes you want to jump off a bridge. But don't do that. That's why you're here, because we are here to deliver it to you in a palatable way that makes you not want to jump off of a bridge. I'm joined today by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and host of For Canon's Sake. Thanks for being here. Also, we've got our guy Alex Stein, host of Conspiracy Castle, uh, back with us today. So thank you for being here as well, Alex. Um, I want to get into what's going on the latest with Russia and Ukraine. Um, I know it it feels like we're just repeating ourselves. It feels like we're back in 2020, but with a different subject, right? It's the same thing that everyone is talking about. But I want to first talk about uh, Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham's statement on vladimir putin a little wild probably pretty irresponsible but um here is lindsey graham asking for russians to just kill vladimir putin assassinate them uh assassinate him themselves watch
1: how does this end somebody in russia
2: has to step up to the plate is there brutus in russia is there a more successful colonel stoppenberg in the <clears throat> russian military the only way this sh- ends, my friend, is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country a great service and the world a great service. Uh.
0: I just don't feel like uh, if the United States does not want to be involved, that they should be making comments like that, inflammatory comments, calling for someone to assassinate freaking Putin. But what do I know? Uh, He went on. You may think, well, maybe he just misspoke. He did go on and uh, tweeted about it later on. He said, is there a Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stoffenberg in the Russian military? The only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. So he doubled down. Uh, He said the only people who can fix this are the Russian people. Easy to say, hard to do. And uh, again, I think went on to try to um, double down and act as if he did not just, like, completely and irresponsibly call for the assassination of a world leader.
1: Sarah, they're not gonna be happy till World War Three world happens. It really seems like I that's mean, what they want. I mean, seriously, just the diplomacy of a guy like Lindsey Graham, who's been in politics forever, mm-hmm. he knows you're not supposed to say, oh, we should kill uh, Vladimir Putin. Right. He knows that that's not a diplomatic way to, to be, so yeah. they're encouraging us to have a world war. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind about it now. Why? because the military industrial complex wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, the country is being run by multinational corporations like Halliburton, like these energy companies, like the people that are gonna benefit most from the war are the people that are in power and that can get the political action committees to make the legislation work. So, oh, let's all go kill Russians when nobody wants to kill anybody. I know Eric's a libertarian. Eric, what is war ever fixed ever? I mean, is there anything that you know about?
3: No, nah, I mean, uh, there's two ways. To look at this, obviously the one being is people are going to look at his position, Lindsey Graham, and say that, okay, why on earth would you suggest something like that? I will say this, and this is where some people uh, disagree with me. The one part that he wasn't wrong with, unfortunately, is the part that I see a lot of people grappling with. It is 100 percent up to the Russian people to deal with Putin. That's mm. not an opinion. That's a fact. Much Absolutely. like it's like, much like it's mm. up with us yes. to deal with the bodies of the world and all of that. Now, when you see someone in that position, say something such as harsh like that, because he's just flat out like we need a Brutus. Y'all, <laughs> yeah, take take him out. Take him out. It sounds blunt and it sounds jacked up. And it is. And it coming from him, let's say any event that and he knows this. In the event that something does happen to Putin, who is it? Who is now everybody going <laughs> right. to gonna look you. They're going to look at like, the they're going to look at, oh, well, did you have something to do with that? Right. And of course, you know, you wouldn't be off brand if you assume that they did have something. That would be mm. right on course for the United States to then fund someone mm. to take take out Putin. Hell, from both sides of that little war, right. I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. So mm. I get it. I get it. But yes, the truth is, uh, regardless, yeah, it is up to those country folk. To deal with him, much like it's up to us to deal with the folks there. But yeah, when you hear someone in a position like that, it it sounds really, really jacked up. So
0: if it's up to Russia to deal with Putin, then probably we could uh, gather that it should not be, a United States senator should not be making inflammatory comments (laughs) like that to contribute to it, right? It's like, it's it's okay if you're going to stay out of it, then stay out of it. But we we seem to be doing this uh, dance of like half in, half out. We won't do any sort of um, like reasonable not sanctions but actually uh, not buying their oil and gas we won't do anything like that which would hit them in the pocketbook way harder than any of these stupid sanctions Um, so we won't do those things but we will have a sitting senator call for the assassination of the leader. Like it just—it's just, it's just sure. not adding up. Well, it's making me mad. All the
1: virtue signaling. Like EA is—they uh, took out. That's an electro, electronic uh-huh. arts, you know, a big video game company. They took out all the Russian teams from their video game right. company. It's so stupid. And then you look at Madison Cawthorn, who even said something almost even worse than what Lindsey Graham said. He uh, went in front of the House and said, "We are the uh, American. We're the best army in the world." And he quoted Toby Keith. He said, uh, "You know, it's the American oh way. Gosh. We'll put a boot in your." ASS. And he said it seriously. I know we don't have the clip, but these politicians, like I just said, uh, reiterated, they want World War Mm three. They want this turmoil and they want to bring us into it because look how fast the media got rid of the pandemic. Nobody's even talking about the pandemic. They love this.
0: I like that you brought that up, uh, Alex, because so uh, here's another one and it will resonate with you specifically the International Cat Federation, banned Russian cats from their competition. Like that, That's racist. If, I mean, I'm like, what does that do? You had Eric Swalwell, who was calling to just uh, eliminate, send back all of the Russian students who are here legally. They're here, they're students. He's like, yeah, I mean, maybe we should just send them all back. Maybe we should just get rid of them. Maybe we should just kick them out. It's like, You guys, you are the same people who would not let us say that a virus originated from China because you were worried about discriminating against them. Yet you are totally fine throwing all these people to the wolves because of where they were born, which obviously they had no control over. It's so wild yeah, to see. Yeah,
3: I mean, even, you don't even have to go to you know, China, deal with pockets of the Middle East and people looking at, like, um, you know, Islam and all of that. And yeah. It would be a completely different position. You were called racist in the event that you even mildly suggested that people look more so into this. I remember that whole, that whole deal for a decade. But, yeah, it's not like these guys are going to do anything to become more self-reliant which if there is a nonviolent solution to this whole deal that's exactly that particularly with like we've mentioned on the show oil and Mm -hmm. what is it ten percent of it that's being Mm imported of Mm -hmm. our maybe energy consumption is getting from russia getting from russia that's a problem Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be like that it is because largely the same folks that are now acknowledging that it is a problem were the ones that facilitated exactly the problem. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna fix it, because that will require them to look in the mirror and say, okay, yeah, we have, again, all these regulatory bodies that do not allow for fracking or do not allow for people to drill for oil, um, have to jump through all of these sorts of hoops, um, do not allow any sort of advancement in, in nuclear or anything. It's always gotta be, if it is gonna be an alternative to oil, it's like, it has to be wind or solar or something like that. And that got us in the position that we're in now, because considering where we're at geographically, it makes absolutely no sense for the American uh, people to have to rely upon foreign, any entity, for any sort of energy mm-hmm. for that matter, because it all can be produced here. But they essentially tied everybody's hands behind their back. We know what Biden did almost immediately once he certainly got in office. Like they're not encouraging any sort of independence or self-reliance. So it's just odd that they would even bring the fact that we do implement or we do import all this Russian oil because it's not like they're doing anything to fix that problem.
1: Right. Well, I want to say one thing about the Keystone pipeline that Biden canceled that we would have enough oil and gas. They said that they, they're doing it because he wants to protect the you know Indians and it's better for the environment. Yet if we have a pipeline, that's much better than transporting oil in big trucks. So it's like they they are purposely sabotaging us, making us rely yes. on other people's oil when we have everything we need here. Nope. We got we got a breakfast buffet. We got we got all the food we need. yet we're trying to go to other countries to get it. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah,
0: really. no, you, I mean y- yes, because you we even heard Nancy Pelosi yeah. of all people yesterday finally say, yeah, we should ban uh, ban Russian oil. We should not be getting it from there. <laughs> (laughs) but in the same breath also say, uh, you know, I'm not for drilling on public lands. I I don't want to do any of that. Um, So it's like, well, then where the hell are you going to get it, woman? Yeah. Oh, just just Iran. Well, Don't you're, worry just, about it. you're
1: just going to pay seven dollars in San Francisco, right? For it right. It well, no, right. Gallon. Exactly.
0: So, uh, speaking of all of this oil and gas, I, I want to play a couple clips from the Biden administration uh, as we're talking about gas prices raising. Uh, California gas price eclipses five dollars per gallon as national average spikes eleven cents just overnight. Um, so, I, I want to play uh, first. This was a month ago. So this was as the uh, Russia-Ukraine issue was getting tense, but it hadn't quite hit crisis level. And uh, here is the deputy secretary of state uh, being questioned on whether or not we should continue getting our energy from Russia. Here was her answer then.
1: Uh, Should Europe and the West divest, Western Europe
2: and the Western world divest of Russian energy, in your opinion?
0: You know, I think that there's a lot of rethink, and there will be, about energy security worldwide. I think you had heard from the President last night that combined with other countries around the world, we've done a release of strategic petroleum reserves of 60 billion, uh, 30 billion, 30, sorry, 60 million, 30 million from the United States.
2: But no was your
1: your answer. But I do think
0: that the whole world is rethinking energy security over the long term. There will be a transition era. It is not only in our national security interest because of situations like what we're currently facing, but it is in our national interest because climate change requires it. So you would think like, okay, well, maybe they had that position before everything escalated and they were able to adapt and go, hey, wait a second, uh, this is a problem and we need to solve it. Well, no, because now we have the uh, Secretary of Labor Uh, in the Biden administration talking about what options we have and is like, well, no, actually, we haven't talked about just drilling uh, our own oil, drilling on our own land yet. No, actually, that hasn't been a consideration because that would make too much sense. Watch.
2: Mr. Secretary, it's also energy. We're not producing as much energy as we used to. There's an energy shortfall which we cannot make up unless we drill for our own oil and gas. Will the president acknowledge that we've got a shortfall in domestic production, so we should make it up. Will he drill? Well, listen, I, I can't answer the question for the president, but I can tell you that, that we're looking at all avenues on, on how do we deal with energy in the United States of America, making that, sure that, that we on can the, bring those I'm sorry down. to keep interrupting you, sir, but is that on the table? More domestic drilling. Is that on the table in the White House? Well, it hasn't been to this point, and it's certainly <laughs> looking at what's happening in the situation in the world right now. So it's a watch. That will be, have to be mm-hmm. a conversation. Yeah. Do you think we should be drilling more of our own oil and gas? Again, What's your I'm, opinion? Not, I'm not in a position to, to answer that question at this point. <laughs> yes. uh, but certainly we have to watch and see what happens with, with Russia. We have to see what, what mm. the world's doing with Russia. Mm-hmm. As we mm. and, and what yesterday we heard the Speaker of the House, we heard uh, Senator Manchin, Senator Murkowski uh, telling asking us to, to shut off uh, buying <laughs> gas from, from Russia, and if we well, did something like that, we'd have to figure a way to, to fill that. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, they are all really, really bad at this. Uh, but you know, he, so you heard him. Well, all options are on the table. Well, was this option? Has this option been on the table? Well, no. We'll right the
1: best options I mean, no. off the table. and right. this, And this is another thing. It's like maybe this is the conspiracy minded up, but it's like Texas is a state that benefits huge from the oil and gas business. Midland, and and, and is it. Is it a conspiracy that a, you know, democratic controlled government doesn't want a conservative state to be more powerful and have more money and maybe have more of a global influence? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just think right now we're self-sabotaging ourselves on purpose. And she used her term, a transitional era as her excuse. So they can just say, oh, everything's messed up because we're in a transitional phase. And, you know, like I said, it's just a bad excuse.
3: And, you know, what excuses are everybody has one and they all stink.
1: It's true.
3: Yeah, it's like I said, it's all a a self-inflicted wound. This whole entire deal is a self-inflicted wound. And it has nothing to do with those uh, crack pipe smokers uh, that for whatever reason like to blame issues like this on like markets or something. When it's the complete opposite of of exactly that, when it's literally the, the state making it completely illegal for people to put the energy issues in their own hands, th- that has nothing to do with markets being in, in uh, like being the problem mm-hmm. here. This is a self-inflicted wound by specifically the government. So though they acknowledge that there is a problem and that there is a solution, they have painted themselves in a corner. And she knows that, mm-hmm. which is why she appealed to the climate change crowd. Mm-hmm. Because again, she's painted herself. Th- that's who they've been appealing to. That's who that whole entire party has acted as if we speak on you guys' behalf, right. right? So we know if we increase, let's say, production, or if we go drill, that is going to make that particular side of supporters upset, mm-hmm. and they don't want that. So that allows them to say, well, yeah, Russia's the problem, right? Because mm. whatever's going on with this Ukraine situation, we get 10% from them, and now, yes, now that's in jeopardy, which will put you guys in jeopardy, But instead of blaming themselves, which is why I don't want to lose sight of that, instead of blaming themselves, which is who they should be, because they painted themselves in the corner, they're not going to do that. They're going to instead just blame, well, it's the the Russians' fault. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. We've got uh, we've got more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, MyGoToDoc.com. So you guys are constantly asking, uh, you know, we talk about this all the time. We talk about COVID. We talk about the fact that there have been states that have not allowed doctors to prescribe what they want to uh, when it comes to COVID. We have talked about uh, the blocking of pharmacies. It, you, you can even have a doctor that will give you the prescription for something that they believe uh, you should use to treat COVID. And the pharmacy won't allow you to fill it there. So you've got to go to mygotodoc.com. Make sure to be prepared. Uh, Dr. Saeed Hader is the one who has built this. And uh, you got you to gotta know who he is. All right. He's a COVID expert. This is all he does. He's treated over 40,000 patients with zero deaths. Uh, you can register on that site for free. You can ask as many questions as you need to. And most importantly, they are going to connect you to pharmacies that ship you a full 28 doses of ivermectin for less than anywhere else online. So you want to be prepared okay covid it affects everyone differently you know we see that it's getting milder but regardless you need to talk to a doctor who is the expert who has the most up to date information and who is not afraid to do what is in the best interest of his patient and not big pharma you got to go to mygotodoc.com that is mygotodoc.com As we have heard from the new New York City mayor, Eric Adams, they keep talking about they are opening New York City back up. You will no longer, uh, coming soon, you will no longer have to have your vaccine passport in order to enter restaurants and and things of that nature. You will no longer have to uh, have these mandates for masks except when it comes to the children. So uh, Eric Adams is refusing to lift that mandate, that mask mandate for the youngest children uh, because, of course, they are not eligible for the vaccine. So daycare providers will be ordered to enforce face masks. And um, by the way, uh, 307 children aged between zero and four have died of COVID in the entirety of the United States since the pandemic began in spring of 2020, 307, which, ah, you know what? That's still, like, that's a number. That's true. That's a number. But if you want to talk about statistics and data, you're allowing the the most vulnerable among them to walk around with no masks on while muzzling the children who statistically speaking, their risk is zero at that age. And uh, still they are going to be required in day, like daycare centers, you guys. We're talking about daycare centers. What daycare centers means is that they are too young to go to regular school. That's why they have to be in a daycare center. And still they're going to have to put this cloth garbage on their faces that harbors God knows what bacteria on them because as we know, children are not clean. I have two of them, they're not clean at all. That's why I would never think, well, one of many reasons I would never think about putting a mask on my child because I know that that thing is going to be nasty in about 10 seconds flat. Just doesn't seem like a good idea to have it up against their nose and their mouth. It just doesn't, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a COVID expert like my friend, Dr. Saeed Hayter. I'm not a doctor, I can just tell you, doesn't seem like a good idea.
1: No, it's but see, this is why they're doing it, because I, I said this earlier to you in private. It's all about indoctrination. They want to get these kids so young with the public school. They want to get them used to the mask so that when they're older, they feel almost uncomfortable without it. Because in that same state, I mean, the same city in New York City, there's people uh, protesting to keep the mandates going. Mm-hmm. So they're under so much trauma-based mind control. They can't even imagine a future that is not the new normal. They love the new normal. So it's really sad how brainwashed these people are and stuck in this um like
3: mass formation psychosis. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, we know it has nothing to do with science, uh, <laughs> despite what it is they say and they use it as a trademark. Uh, none of this makes sense. because It has to, everything
0: to, to do with the science, Well, though. yeah,
3: as, as a trademark, <laughs> that, yeah, I guess you're correct there. But we know and we've talked about many times here, look, they're the least vulnerable population, period. Not an opinion, that is a statistical, verifiable fact. Mm-hmm. So of all the people that shouldn't wear it, it probably should be them not wearing it, right. if there is to be a Democrat. no, I would say nobody, uh, obviously, should be required to wear it. But you get what it is that I'm saying when you mm-hmm. bring up the numbers it is, and then you talk about hospitalizations. we talk about basically it's zero in terms of their risk of hospitalization uh, and or death, it is basically zero.
0: I mean, the, l- let me just tell you this. A February study, uh, this was from the American Academy of Pediatrics, found that children under five accounted for point so this is a there's a zero in front of the point all right 0.026 <laughs> yeah. percent of covid
3: deaths exactly so it's zero literally it's literally zero. statistically that is statistically zero. That is, zero. That is zero. yet they are for whatever reason And i know it's difficult for us because we're in texas and we haven't been dealing with this dealing with the charade for a while and i always have to you know we come on the show i'm like wow there's people are still doing this bullcrap in mm-hmm. new york city that have really never even Stop wearing masks and stop with a lot of these nonsensical uh, rules. Now, I know New York is going in a direction of trying to kind of start lifting some sort of restriction. But the fact that they would keep that there and then tie it to the vaccine. Speaking of conspiracies, mm-hmm. what other thing do we have to do mm-hmm. other than put on our tenfold hats? Because that makes no sense whatsoever and maybe it is about lining up the pockets of their own cronies and and, and ensuring that we can go get these people jabbed it's been irresponsible it's been bizarre that you have entire large swaths of people advocating that the people I mean young ass zero years of age we hurry up and rush to try to get these young kids jabbed and I'm like for what considering the risk why exactly are we doing it and it sounds like and again not a doctor but it starts to sound like it has nothing to do with that and more to do with lining up the pockets of their cronies because you're tying you're not tying this to science you're not tying this even to risk or data analysis or anything you're simply tying it to we won't lift it on them because they can't get vaccinated what the what does that have to do with, with the risk yeah. that is generally associated, let alone, I mean, if we wanna really talk about risk, that age demographic going all the way to get double jabbed as well as boosted and all of that, and if that will even benefit them, Maybe it will go the opposite route, if you know what I mean. What well, other way all do we have? saving effective, of Eric. It's well, the all-saving effective, all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> effective. There's no side effects. Myocarditis is not a thing yeah. among uh, well, young mild. young people. Yeah, it's yeah. That's a,
0: that's a, it's just it, a It's just a mild heart it, it, it fixes it's itself
3: fine. on its own, too. You just go to That's why awesome. you don't even yeah. have to worry about it. Not, not at all. Just, just forget about it. It's, yeah. e- it's easy. But that's, that's the frustrating thing. And I'm personally not a parent, but I can imagine being in that situation and just seeing these people Um, The politicians, uh, public health experts who are cronies, as far as I'm concerned, sit there and advocate that their children be basically have a muzzle placed upon their face. And they can't even explain to you what what sense that actually makes. And then they get upset and they call it misinformation or disinformation because we have to at that point try to analyze why it is that they're doing it because we know we're not they're not doing it because of data or science or anything
0: so i had this plan for uh later in the show we were going to talk about florida but i want to i want to talk about this right now because i think it goes uh right along with what we are talking about here ron desantis we covered it on the show yesterday he was You know, the left was like, oh, he's such a bully for telling people, for telling children, please take off your masks, but also you don't have to if you don't want to. Like, it was very, very clear. Uh, We covered that on the show yesterday. And Ron DeSantis went on Tucker Carlson. Uh, It went. About as awesome as you could imagine. And Tucker had a conversation with Ron, uh, excuse me, with Governor DeSantis. I feel like we're on a first name (laughs) basis here. I just love him so much. Uh, But he had a a conversation with him and uh, asked him to elaborate. And DeSantis really doubled down and was just like, no, actually, you know what's bullying? All of the things that the left has been doing to your children for the last two years.
2: Watch. And I think it needs to be said because people have been lied to for two years. And so I was uh, I didn't want it to be thinking that, like, they were told to do this by me because I certainly wouldn't do that. And, you know, they talk about, oh, by letting someone have a choice to take off their mask and welcoming that choice, that that's somehow bullying. Tucker, bullying is locking kids out of school, which they did. Bullying is forcing kids to wear masks for eight hours a day, which they did for two years and are only stopping now because the polling's changed. Uh, Bullying is kicking people out of work because of vaccine mandates. We fought all of those policies in Florida. We lifted people up and we liberated them from local school boards and governments that imposed them. I just love him.
0: He's the best. I am the biggest fangirl of him.
2: I don't know. Eric doesn't think he's the best, here uh,
3: I mean, here. No, he I, wants him to stay
0: in Florida, though, and that's, that's, what a, that's where we, we disagree. I'm, yeah, like, yeah, no. I'm like, I don't know
3: why y'all, everybody's trying to get this man to go run for president, which Absolutely. I, I think he's going <laughs> to nullify him, and then you're going to get some, I almost said a term that would have for sure got us bleeped. You're going to get some quack that'll be running Florida, and now you won't even have a safe haven, per se, as a place that you know you yeah. can go, because it ain't like, we got it here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It ain't like there's a whole lot of options here, so I don't know why it's so, when you have people that are being as effective as they possibly can in the political sphere, which is almost never the case, but when you do have an instance of that, why folks want to take them and put them up and say, "All right, go be president, because we know for a fact that he cannot do, he's not going to be nearly as powerful as he is for Florida to do, implement those, as he is going to be at the presidential level. We know that for an absolute fact, so.
0: Well, but let me, so, but let me ask you this, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, because I agree with you when you're talking about the way that the country is supposed to run. But I think that's different than the way that the country is run. And we see presidents all the time constantly abusing their power, uh, ruling by executive order, doing things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So... I just sometimes don't feel like I agree with the sentiment that, yeah. like, he is far more powerful in his position as governor. But the way that the country is run now, the legislative body does practically nothing. Everything mm-hmm. is done by the president. So well, at this point, sometimes well, I do feel come, like the when president When it comes has to positive
3: power. action, yes, but not when it comes to inaction, which is basically what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking about inaction. I think we I hate that we when a default is do nothing, we, we often give people too much credit for leave people alone, which is essentially what Ron DeSantis has done. Yes, there have been like these implementations of, okay, we're gonna we're gonna ban you being able to do do this, but ultimately it's about inaction. It's not about him which we generally see from the authoritarian left. It's more of a positive action of we're going to implement this executive order and we're going to have, you have to go do something. Whereas to this is an example, which I would believe that people that claim to value liberty, that's what it is that we want. It's not action, it's inaction. I would rather we talk about cats. I would rather a cat be president or, or, or oh uh, God, governor and yeah. just sit there. Yes. Do, do, uh, some some I cities do have something. a dog as a mayor. So well, yeah, I mean, they do. Yeah. I would most definitely prefer that than I would somebody that is you know, passing executive actions or what have you. And unfortunately, they are ruling over the people and having them be forced to do something that they don't want to do. And this is why. People like to think that I'm ugly when it comes to the left, and I, and I say all these mean things, but it's because I really genuinely think that they're ugly people. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it requires nothing from you to leave people alone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You have to go out of your way to use aggression upon people. Yeah. But, but I, I just want to say okay. this one thing: the, the, the reason why DeSantis would be so
1: important is that he would get that Trump stigma that they have. Everybody old Trump, everybody on the right is a Trumper. Everybody's a MAGA hat, and so at least just be a. Fl- it would flip the script on the left's ammo when they try to use on the right, so they wouldn't be able to use that same verbiage. Oh, it's old. Trumpers so I think yeah. DeSantis would be just I mean a, a change of pace I, I mean, just I
0: love him I, like I him love too. him I d- look and I was a Trump girl so I don't want to s- I don't want to hear your hate mail all right <laughs> I'm just saying all right we got to take a break we'll be back People really get like really upset oh, they get mad up front, right? it's like
3: People are having to make some sort of legislation to acknowledge a biological fact. I think, to me, that's what's so stupid about all of that. Let alone what what that person is doing, having a extreme advantage over over the person that, the people that they are competing with. Especially when you compare where that person was when they were a male in comparison to the other male swimmers. And not to say that this person was terrible. It seemed like they were at least good enough to compete in 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 a collegiate atmosphere as a male athlete. Uh, but not near the number one, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, which is what uh, she is now being. Uh- Having transitioned, and obviously it's not even close. She's beating these people by like seven, ten seconds or something. That's a lot of time. Well, I want to make swimming. one quick
1: one quick point. In, in uh, Leah's biggest competitor is a guy Another named trend. Ian yeah. Herzog, who is a woman that transitioned to a male, but she still swims in the in the female league. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's how it should be. If you want to uh-huh. be trans, yeah. still swim in your biological league. Uh, uh, Leah would be welcome to swim all he wants or she wants in the male league. That's how it should be. Right. You know.
0: Right. Uh, so on the topic of how crazy the world has gotten with the transgender, everything. Conservatives of Texas chapter at the University of North Texas. Uh, they had they decided to have Jeff Younger on campus to uh, to give a discussion. Now, Jeff Younger, you guys may remember his name. We've covered it on the show. Uh, he is not only a candidate for a seat in the Texas House, but he is also the father of uh, two twin boys who he has been in a battle for custody with his ex-wife, who is a pediatrician who has tried to transition one of the twin boys uh, and, you know, I mean, like very severely, very radically uh, tried to uh, get this boy to be a girl. At three years old. At three years old. Um, So that is the same Jeff Younger that we have covered on the show. But uh, you know what? The conservative group did not get very far because they had all of these, um, I don't even want to call them protesters. I feel like that's not even properly doing it justice. Disruptors. These disruptors came out, and I mean, when I say they just shouted in their face, I really do mean that these people are 110% mentally ill. Watch. (laughs)
1: Well, I was there. I mean, that's the crowd. You were there. Yeah, I mean, did,
0: did they? They were like, they wanted to kill you.
1: But listen, these college kids, when I was that age, I was pretty stupid too, but it's really sad. No. I mean, I wasn't that stupid, but I'm just saying, it's like these people are really confused. They think that they have like the moral superiority in this situation to yell at somebody and say, F you, I want to kill you. You know not agree with what I'm saying. It's like just saying that statement, you want to kill somebody. I mean, there's people that I really dislike in this world, but I wouldn't want to kill anybody. I don't want anybody to die. I don't want any animals to die. And these people throw <laughs> Throw around that word like it's just nothing and that shows you that's really that internalized hate they have for themselves that they're trying to spread on other people
0: I believe. And they don't want the other side to even be able to say anything about Mm -hmm. about the matter. You would think if you were that secure with your position, who cares what anyone else says because you know that you are in fact right.
1: Well, what was especially disturbing about this rally at North Texas is that, listen, if you want to, if you're an adult and you want to wear a dress, you want to be a transgender, that's fine, that's okay. But they were specifically advocating for transgendered children, children. Mm -hmm. and they actually will say, which is a total lie, that uh, gender replacement therapy is is reversible. But that's not true because your maturation is a limited time. So if you mess up that limited window of when your body's developing, it's going to have lasting effects. No doubt about it. Yet these people are so disconnected with the reality, they say, oh, just give them hormone blockers, puberty blockers. It's reversible if they change their mind. And it's really evil. It really is.
0: So, in the crowd that you saw, Alex, when you were there, was it like, do you think anyone had showered uh, <laughs> as recently as like a week? Well, or do you no. think it was like two weeks?
1: They wanted to be edgy, so they all stunk. I mean, they yeah. really, I mean, there, there were, it was, they want to be like, um, almost off-putting. I don't even know how to describe it. They don't want to look nice, you know. Not, no. not that that matters. You don't have to look. Not everybody Did gets we, to be look nice like you, Sarah. Well, you look, know. Can, okay.
0: <laughs> Hold on a second. Can we just? Can I, I? know we have to go to break in a minute, but can we pull this? Just a still of this lovely lady, female shin, I don't know. I think it's a girl. That's got to be a girl, right? That's a girl. Yes. It, uh, pronouns are he, he, and they, which I, I don't. I don't understand the the. I don't understand that one, but I will get into that. That's that we won't get into that. That's for a different day. I, that's not no. That's not even. That's not trying. That's, and- not, that's not trying. That's not trying to look nice. That's not. To, and this picture, by the way, isn't even showing her like midriff where she has a. It looks like a giant. Uh, belly button ring thing. Well,
1: they want to uh, look edgy. They kind of want to look scary. Like even in the, t- the tweets before I saw I was reading, make sure to wear black, you know, because they want to be like intimidating looking. Yeah. But there's nothing less intimidating looking <laughs> than that girl going, ah!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nothing less intimidating than that. <laughs>
3: Eric. <laughs> all right, look, man, these are the, that's the advanced indoctrination camp and y'all are sending y'all's children to those institutions. Yep. That's all I really have to say. Um, Y'all send y'all's not, children to Not
0: even to that. Se- paying yeah, yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah, you pay, not a small
3: amount yeah, of money. A thousand upon thousands mm-hmm. of dollars to send y'all's people to what are effectively grooming camps, the advanced grooming camps outside of the public education. And UNT is, I mean, that's more of an artsy, artsy school, so it's especially got the stupid people um, over there. But y'all still send y'all's children over there. You pay for it, and you wonder why this uh, next generation is coming out thinking in the way that they are. You are... Uh, Part of the problem, I hate to say that, parents.
1: One thing was kind of scary at the group, because you're right, on college, at the campus, there was like a lot of the people that look like that, you know, in the black. But then as the crowd got bigger, you know, there's a lot of normal students, Mm -hmm. like in normal sweatshirts and stuff. And they were, you know, getting on the side of the, you know, the trans kids rally. So they're just so easy to be indoctrinated. They just Mm kind of, you know, it's that sheep mentality. You just kind of go with the crowd.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. United Methodist Church, we're speaking of LGBT issues. Well, primarily we were talking about the T, but uh, LGBT issues as a whole. The United Methodist Church, this is one of the largest Christian denominations in the country. They are going to officially undergo uh, a splitting in the coming months. This is ending a years-long internal disagreement over LGBTQ Issues. Uh, So organizers of the Global Methodist Church yesterday, this is the more conservative Methodist denomination that favors a traditional view of marriage and opposes the ordination of LGBT clergy, announced a formal launch date of May 1st, 2022. Um, This is something I just don't have very much patience with. Uh, The church that continues to roll over for these special interest groups um, it's like, I don't think that you would. I mean, if you have if you have a you have a platform and you have a message, you can't deviate the message to fit the people shouting the loudest. If your message is your message, then it should stay the same no matter what. Right.
1: Well, it's like they asked him on, on Ash Wednesday they asked Joe Biden you know, why do you support abortion if you're a Catholic? Yeah. And he's like, I, I, I don't know. So now they're turning like, you know, Catholicism is now pro-abortion if you're the president. And, you know, these other religions are becoming, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to be exclusive to anybody. Right. We should be inclusive, but we don't need to make everything about gender, race, sex. It's like yes. they, they want to separate us with these tools. And, and that's why they use it. And that's why they're getting these big institutions like the churches and like the government
3: to make us uh, basically pin us against each other, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric.
3: Yeah, I, I don't have much tolerance, for lack of better terms, for it. Like if you're principled, you're principled. And uh, there are certain things, even if, and this has my, been my approach to the church forever, it doesn't matter even if everybody in that bad boy is sinning up and down, right. it's irrelevant. It has nothing to do with anything. It what, what is Gospel is gospel, what's truth is true. Mm-hmm. Whether it applies to you or it does not apply to you, that is what it is. But what we've seen, unlike with other, let's say, things that we, you know, the Bible, let's say, may say is not good. Let's say that for the sake of this conversation, the difference seems to be now is that we're trying to change the gospel for Mm -hmm. the sake of including this demographic. Right. Which it should not be that way. Right. And why is it always seemingly expected from the, the church of Christ? And you got other religions Mm -hmm. such as Islam (laughs) that have relatively the same, actually worse Worse. uh, position on that. And they're not trying to infiltrate those for whatever reason. But, yeah, this is something I'm being my mom. We spoke about this type of stuff again. uh, You you get all this blame game crap, which I hate that people do when it comes to the, the Bible. It's like, well, you do this and you do that. Okay, even if we assume that I did this and that and it said that it was wrong. What does that mean? What does that change? Does it stop being wrong? No, it doesn't stop being wrong at all. What you're doing is you're deflecting from the actual issue here, and that is maybe the, 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 the sin, let's say, per se. Mm-hmm. And what they unfortunately refuse to do now is just call a duck a duck because right. it's too offensive to a particular demographic right. and that is a recipe for for disaster and anything it is absolutely blasphemous.
0: Well, and I do I do just want to point out like no one is suggesting uh not even these, you know, the Global Methodist Church now is suggesting that everyone shouldn't be invited to come to the service. Like I've never seen anyone, it, unless you were unvaccinated, I've <laughs> yeah, never that's seen churches yeah, discriminate. Right? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so when it comes to that, like uh, they're not asking for uh, LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community to not attend. They're just saying like, hey, just like with any other sin, yes. if you are an open sinner, you probably shouldn't hold leadership roles within the church. That shouldn't be controversial. No. Um, but for some reason it is these days. Because they have to yeah, have control
1: saying the, the people that are running this country is a lot of the lgbtq um authority and that's why they have to go after the people if you're not inclusive now i think they're making legislation where uh, companies have to have gay ceos or they try to get that in where yeah. they had to have you know gay members of i've well, certain-
3: seen it in every entertainment mm-hmm. space so it's the not portals. an accident it's no. on purpose yeah no, yeah that's absolutely. important note that's important note.
0: Uh, all right we got to take a break we'll be back All right, so uh, it is about to be the weekend. I want to know what you guys are doing this weekend.
1: Well, I'm this gonna,
0: one always, I'm like, I, always, I don't know I, if I want to know, but I got. I, I
1: got something cooking that's going to be so big. Oh Beta O'Rourke is having a rally in Dallas <gasps> at a Northwest Haven Church on Sunday at two o'clock. Everybody needs to go there. Primetime 99 is going to be there with a the camera. I'm going to be going buck wild. I'm about to troll Beto or than he's ever been trolled. in his. And I, I'm going to troll him so hard that I can even openly admit that I'm going to troll you, Beto. And I'm coming for you. It's going to be, this will be my most viral video this Sunday. Really? I'm so, predicting.
0: You know, we did invite Beto to come on the program. And I, we haven't. See, so far, nothing. What a
1: coward. That's what I'm saying. If these people really are, you know, they believe what they're saying, you should be able to go on right wing, left wing. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter which wing. It's on the same bird. Mm-hmm. Go speak to these people. But no, they will, he will
3: never do it. He'll no, never come he in the never lines, den.
0: He never will. What are you doing, Eric?
3: I don't know. Playing some video games. Elder I'm Ring's shocked. out. <laughs> Babylon's Fall's out. What I'll about the new Batman is. movie? you going to see that? No, no, don't, don't. <laughs> exactly. I'm done with cool it. I'm done with it. It's too woke.
0: Uh, don't forget to uh, follow, subscribe to Conspiracy Castle on YouTube. And for canon's sake, Eric July. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
1: Stream and subscribe to more
3: Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.